Hi guys, welcome to Farmer Fridays, where I get to interview agriculturists, ag organizations, and ag businesses across the state of West Virginia. My name is Elizabeth Lynch, your Miss West Virginia 2022. Today I'm super excited. I am able to talk to two different people from Grow Ohio Valley. I've got Sarah Steck, who is our um, urban farm manager, and Vincent DeGeorge, the director of site operations. How are you guys today? Good. Very good, Elizabeth. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm so glad that I was able to speak with you guys today. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this this interview. So go ahead and start off telling me a little bit about yourself and maybe your agricultural background. You want to go first? Sure. Um, I'm from Kansas. Uh, I, um, I've been working at Grow Ohio Valley for about five and a half years now. Um, uh, I, I didn't have any background in agriculture with my education. Um, and, you know, I had a degree in psychology and philosophy. Uh, and at some point along the way, I, I got interested in farming. Uh, and I went and worked on someone's organic vegetable farm uh, in Missouri. Uh, it was Grey's Next Farm. And uh, uh, just fell in love with farming. I had never experienced anything like that. And once I, I had that experience, I knew that that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Um, and so since that time, um, I worked on another person's farm for a season. Um, I did some volunteering on some, a few different farms. And then I moved to Wheeling to be in AmeriCorps with Grow Ohio Valley. Um, and I managed the, our urban farms, uh, which are uh, vegetable farms, and we also have an apple orchard. That's awesome. It's crazy how the agriculture world can really suck you in. So that's really cool. I love to hear that. How about you, Vincent? Thanks, yeah. I'm also kind of a transplant into ag, if you can even call me that. Um, despite uh, taking ag class in high school and being an FFA, um, my background is in science, research science. Um, I did that around. Uh, but then when I was looking for opportunities and uh, to come back to West Virginia, um, I was working and had been to school outside of the state. Um, I uh, got in touch with Grow Ohio Valley, this uh, startup urban farming nonprofit. And in the tech kind of uh, scene that I was in, startups uh, were fun and exciting. So I uh, got on board with Grow Ohio Valley um, and really have learned most of my food systems and, and ag, if you call it that, my experience here. I do not farm. I leave that to our farmers. Um, I do uh, help our, our, run our compost program, which is kind of ag related and have learned how to weed better and uh, maybe even plant. But again, I would, will not call myself a farmer, but that I support agriculture, mostly administratively, writing grants and hopefully uh, supporting uh, the people who do do ag. But that's the side of agriculture that people don't really recognize either or like or tend to see or notice. They see the people on the farms and what the people do, but they don't see all the background work. So that's kind of cool. You know, we get both sides of things in this interview today, and I'm loving that. All right. So tell me about Grow Ohio Valley. I know you guys have a ton of initiatives. So if you could touch on those, maybe talk to me about a little bit of the history. Just go through as much as you can. Sure. Wow. You want me to take that one? Sure. Um, Graha Valley is a startup urban farming local food system nonprofit. We're in our 
eighth year. We started in 2014-ish. Um, we have four urban farm sites that Sarah manages, um, including an apple orchard um, and some greenhouses uh, started in a foundation of an old house. Um, another one of our farms, our first farm is under the uh, overpass uh, in town. So urban farming is kind of neat in that we use previously unused or vacant or even dilapidated structures. Um, we also have a rural farm uh, up Big Wheeling Creek. Um, that's an exciting place where we do, uh, we have animals, cows, pigs, chickens, um, in addition to more acreage of vegetable production. Um, notably in 2018, we, well, I guess 2019, we actually opened it, uh, the public market grocery store, downtown Wheeling, a year round farmer's market, local food store. It eliminated uh, three what are called uh, food deserts, USDA classified census tracts that previously were so far away from another grocery store with a full produce uh, counter. Um, those are our big kind of facilities. And then we also have a few other programs. Uh, we have an educational program that focuses on food literacy and um, how to uh, use, cook, grow uh, food. Um, the Edible Mountain Initiative is a big part of that, which is a community health youth focused program. Um, and we have some other uh, food access programs that are kind of weaved into uh, Sarah's purview. Uh, we have a CSA, which is a monthly subscription of seasonal produce, a pharmacy program, which is a CSA kind of targeting people with diet related disease like diabetes and heart disease um, that doctors are involved with. That's an exciting program. So yeah, we're doing a lot. I, I love it. And the more that I read about you guys, the more that I find out. So if you guys get the chance, my viewers at home, check out the Grow Ohio Valley website and I'll put that in a link on this video, but there are a ton of programs that you guys can get involved with. I love everything that you're doing. So my next question really focuses on the public market. I think it's a really phenomenal opportunity for both producers and consumers. So how did that idea come about? The public market was a brainchild of uh, probably our, our two co-founders, uh, Danny Swan and Ken Peralta, um, and then the startup uh, lead, Eleanor Marshall. Um, the notion is that it's hard to sell local produce. Um, a lot of times it's sold on the side of roads or at farmer's markets. Uh, which can be great, but it also it tends to be sold in those capacities by farmers who, as long as they're selling that stuff, aren't farming, uh, which is what, you know, they're best at. Um, so there are a few models for making that easier um, and to make it more profitable for farmers to help sustain their businesses. Um, so these kind of uh, consignment or uh, year-round farmers markets that can provide the overhead, space, checkout counter, um, cold storage, um, so that farmers can just come and uh, uh, sell their produce. Um, and we'll take care of, again, all that overhead. And, and meat and eggs. That's and right. cheeses and locally roasted coffees. All kinds of local food. ground um, grains. And That's amazing. Milk. It's exciting. It, it really is exciting. How many vendors do we have in the market right now, do you think? 
I do not know. I think it's between 50 and 100. That's, that's so cool. And this is a great opportunity for consumers to find healthier, fresher options as well. You know, and that kind of leads me into my next question about the pharmacy program. I know you guys are heavily involved in that. Uh, do you know a lot about that program? Could you tell me something? Uh, yeah, we've done over over the years, uh, Grow Ohio Valley's been involved in several different pharmacy programs. Um, and the one that we're involved in this year um, is uh, through the Memorial Health System up in Sistersville, West Virginia. So um, the pharmacy takes place in, in Sistersville. Um, and it has really um, been uh, spearheaded by uh, Lisa and John DeMar. They're really uh, have made it happen. And it's this wonderful program um, where uh, folks that are interested in improving their health um, sign up for this totally free program uh, that's been fundraised for. Uh, and it's a year-long program. And there's a weekly class um, where they, I mean, learn any number of things. Um, about healthy eating, exercise, uh, et cetera, and kind of, and not just have the class, but gather as a group and a community um, where they can, you know, make friends and support each other. Uh, it's a really beautiful program. Um, and Grow Ohio Valley's contribution to that is just um, sourcing local produce for um, uh, a weekly distribution of local fresh produce to these participants. Um, we just supply that for 15 weeks, um, but the, the program itself is for an entire year. So it's a really great program. Um, That's awesome. Note, what's the health provider down there who's doing that? The Memorial Health Systems. Memorial Health Systems. Yeah. In Sistersville, Tyler County. And um, it's worth noting those programs generally, some people call them prescription produce programs. Yes. And I think there's around 10 or a dozen of them around West Virginia now, which is terrific. You know, we have a population that stands to really benefit from eating healthier and improving our health. And I would really like to see those programs continue to grow uh, the way that they have been over the past couple of years. Right. Our first line of, of defense for a lot of these diseases and prevention is nutrition. It's what we take into our bodies. And, you know, a lot of people need to consider that you know, as they move forward in their lives. And of course, programs like yours and Grow Ohio Valley is helping that, helping with nutrition and healthier eating. So I love that. Now, the other thing too, is you guys have a ton of educational opportunities. And I tell people all the time that as consumers, the first thing that we need to do is educate ourselves. What kind of programs do you guys provide? That we have done so many education programs and, and have several going right now. Let's uh, describe uh, budding wheeling, backyard gardening, and the immersions. Are those three good ones? Uh, and then we also have the Lawson Chapel. Yeah. Any, uh, anyway, uh, I'll so go. So many. That's awesome. I'm going to go for it. Um, so we... We do cooking classes with elementary school children. Um, we do, um, you know, different sessions throughout the year at an after-school program, Laughlin Chapel, um, uh, where we, you know, just 
cook um, different items with the kids and they really enjoy that. Um, we also do cooking classes at um, uh, we, um, Wheeling Island, Madison Elementary. Mm -hmm. um, and the notion there is, again, to help pass on this knowledge that uh, may be being lost in the next generation of what to do with this uh, fresh locally grown produce. Um, you know, it's not as easy as opening it up and pouring it in, in a bowl and put it in the microwave. It takes a little bit more work, but that can be right. fun and enjoyable. And yeah, the cooking classes, I think, are a great program. Mm -hmm. um, we also have a new program that we started this year, which is um, called Budding Wheeling. Um, and it's a program for high school age students. Or, um, and it, it's a program where they... It's like an internship or a summer job. Um, they get paid to run this flower farming business. Um, and so they plan out what they're gonna plant uh, and they you know, plant it and tend it and then pick the flowers and two bouquets that they're selling to like local businesses in the area, as well as just, um, they set up a weekly stand, a flower stand. Um, so that's a, it's a really cool program because um, for many reasons, uh, I think it's just kind of teaching them hard work uh, and enjoying gardening. Um, uh, and maybe flowers are just very exciting and fun. <laughs> so I think that it's a good way of getting them involved with gardening with something that seems really, really approachable and fun because uh, it's not always like so compelling to plant kale or whatever it is. <laughs> but I think that they enjoy the flowers. Flowers are pretty. Um, and, they, and they cook a healthy lunch every time they meet together. Um, That's budding wheeling. Yeah. And then I'll note uh, probably our uh, outdoor or backyard gardening program and our immersion programs. So the out, uh, backyard gardening, uh, I keep miss, miss saying it, backyard gardening is a program open to the public, um, adults, families, um, to encourage gardening in, in our backyards. Um, so our education team lead, uh, Hannah and her team, uh, have a great program, a lot of support, some tutorial videos, and uh, provide resources, shovels, some fencing, and then also some techniques just to help people get a backyard garden uh, started or make it more productive, you know, um, so people will, again, have more participation um, in the food uh, that, that they're growing and, and eating. That's a fun one. Um, and then I'll note, lastly, our immersion programs. We call them food justice immersions or food system immersions. They are for visiting young people, uh, high school and college aged people um, you, visiting almost, almost always from out of state. Um, so again, high schools and colleges, maybe an alternative spring break or summer break, will take a week and come to Wheeling and Appalachia and be immersed in our food system. Uh, learn both some of the unique challenges of the Appalachian food system, and then also hopefully some of the unique opportunities and things that Grow How Valley and others are doing uh, around here. Um, and then they can take that knowledge and experience back with them um, to either their, uh, their homes or we've had a few people from immersions uh, come back and 
uh, get involved with Garaha Valley, volunteering. Uh, I think we've had an AmeriCorps or two come back from an immersion, so. That's phenomenal. This is so exciting. And I mean, there's so many different opportunities for people to explore. Could they get a hold of you if this is something that interests them? How do they do that? Absolutely. We have a few venues. Uh, our website's probably the best launch pad. Okay. Um, if you want to uh, volunteer, there's a volunteering tab. If you just have a general question, there's an information email uh, on there. Um, if you want to apply to be an AmeriCorps, uh, which is how most of us, including Sarah and myself, started with Groha Valley, um, there are options there uh, to apply and reach out um, to the AmeriCorps program. We also have social media um, that we're responsive to. So yeah, check out Groha Valley. Hey guys, Sarah and Vincent have provided a ton of information about Grow Ohio Valley, and it's so much that I can't quite pack it into one video. So this is going to be a two-part interview. You have just finished the first part, and part two will be posted next week. So stay tuned and stay watching for the rest of my Grow Ohio Valley Farmer Friday interview. Thanks for watching, guys.